Hello, everyone. This is uh, Manipson Sips podcast uh, featuring Dr. Brandon Cruz and Dr. Jeremy Boyd. Uh, we're two passionate physical therapists. Just want to talk all things physical therapy, manual therapy, uh, research, uh, business, and sips, which we'll talk a little bit more later. Uh, to get things started, Brandon, you want to talk about yourself there? Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. My name is Brandon Cruz. Uh, I'm a physical therapist in North Jersey. My office is in Verona. I've been practicing about five years now. Uh, graduated PT school from Rutgers University, which actually at the time was uh, University of Medicine and Dentistry. Shortly after I graduated, uh, Rutgers bought that out. Um, after graduation, went on to work for a private practice for about two and a half years. Uh, and then I jumped ship and uh, opened up my own. Um, along that time, kind of been through the trials and tribulations of the profession, the ups and downs and some of the grown pains. Um, and kind of, you know, that's why, uh, I wanted to start this podcast with you is so we can, you know, lend our experience, um, and hopefully, um, you know, lend a helping hand to the up and coming, uh, PTs or even the PTs that maybe are burnt out or looking for a new direction. Um, if we could provide any guidance, um, you know, or mentorship, uh, either professional wise or business wise, I think that'd be a win. Um, and you know, while we're doing this, uh, what about yourself, Jer? Uh, yeah, so, um, pretty much, uh, got started, uh, went to, uh, Stockton university or what at the time was, uh, the Richard Stockton college of New Jersey, which was a pretty lengthy name. Uh, went there, got my bachelor's and my DPT over there. Um, got hired in a, High volume clinic right out of school uh, wasn't what I was hoping it was going to be. Uh, I was trying to find a place at orthopedics and sports similar to I had some really good affiliations and good mentors in the PT school. So uh, I kind of got played and uh, within the first two weeks, I was looking for a new job, uh, which was stressful in itself. Uh, luckily, found a private practice that uh, nurtured and supported uh, working and researching and residencies and it was a good clinical staff uh that's where i went to uh after that went to a temple residency where we met up and all these things kind of got started together uh from there um uh, became took the ocs exam became an orthopedic specialist and uh following following year i uh decided to go into sports uh similar to yourself and we'll talk more about that um uh, got the sports clinical specialty and then uh, decided to open up my own shop when uh, when I just started to realize I was no longer becoming the uh, mentor I was now or the mentee I was now becoming a mentor to people which was awesome I was getting to that stage in my career uh, but also wanted to do things my own way uh, so open up a practice called uh, trifecta therapeutics in uh, Glassboro New Jersey which is in southern New Jersey uh, right by Rowan University, and uh, that uh, that takes me to about here right now. Uh, it started about December, and uh, it's been going pretty well since. Uh, just looking to grow, and both as a business owner and uh, as a clinician. Yeah, Jeremy, you hit the uh, the nail on the head. I feel a lot of therapists go through what you went through, um, where. You start a job straight out of school. You're promised, um, you know, everything under the sun. Um, and then you're just kind of thrown to the wolves um, and, you know, set to figure things out. 
um, which oftentimes leads to uh, early burnout or frustration with the, um, your career or the profession um, and leads a lot of therapists to kind of bounce around every year or so to uh, a new job, a new setting um, or, or what have you. Uh, and hopefully this this podcast will give, um, you know, both future and current therapists a little bit more direction, a little bit more breadth and depth to our profession, uh, what's out there in terms of mentorship or residencies or fellows or um, I should say fellowships uh, or, you know, just a, a different route to go to. I think uh, especially in today's age, um, I mean, right now we're just on a on our phone doing a podcast Um you know, this wasn't possible a few years ago. So our, uh, our profession has, has greatly changed. There's a lot of avenues from teaching to mentoring to blogging to podcasts that you can go into. So, you know, hopefully we co- we're able to cover all these topics as, uh, as we move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, I always tell my students, uh, interns, shadowers, um, my residents and everything like that, is that this is a lifelong learning profession and you there's so many ways you should never uh, stop learning. And the day that you feel like you've stopped or you don't need to learn anymore or you think you know it all or you know enough or anything is the day you should retire because the only person you're doing the disservice to is all your clients. So there's so many ways to gain more knowledge on pretty much a daily basis, uh, whether all those kind of avenues you were talking about, whether it be, you know, um, vlogs or um, videos or more pointedly, more guided uh, sort of programs such as residencies and fellowships, especially into what you see on a daily basis. Um, it really, hopefully we can also add to that with our podcast and everything like that and also learn as well. Hopefully we can get some people on the show, uh, have some questions sent to us where it'll get us going and maybe we'll learn a couple things too. I, I'm definitely thinking that's a possibility. Um, but that's, yeah, that's a point of, uh, of this, the main purpose of the, of the podcast, I would say. But, uh, and then the other purpose is also talk about SIPs. If you're wondering what the SIPs component is, uh, we're also not just so it's purely, Oh, just, you know, talk your, talk your ears off about like research or, uh, manual therapy or just, you know, the, the profession also get onto the light side of things. We are humans. Uh, I think that's the beauty of this profession is that we do get, uh, ample time. You know, a lot of us practice or treat patients anywhere from a half an hour, which is pretty good in medicine way to an hour. Some even see a little bit more. Uh, and I think the most beautiful thing is establishing that connection with all our patients and, showing that we, hey, we're, we are humans and uh, we should kind of reflect that. We're not just purely, oh, this is my doctor. I can't be myself around there. That Our patients should be comfortable. And I believe that should reflect in our podcast as well. So something that uh, I learned from you as uh, I'll have to say, Brandon, for all our listeners, is also one of my mentors personally still to this day, uh, was he not only has mentored me in – in orthopedics, manipulation, sports therapy, uh, you name it, in the physical therapy realm, business. You're definitely my, my top business mentor as well. Uh, but also, uh, you facilitate enjoying myself during all our, our residency weekends. And, you know, it shouldn't just all be business. You should go out and have fun, 
learn life life mentorship as well. Um, so one thing that we can agree on is it's always nice to have a nice drink or cocktail, especially at the end of the day. Uh, so uh, while we're doing this, we may uh, partake in a drink or two and uh, uh, make that the sips component. And then if any of you viewers have any, uh, any good suggestions for that, I'm a big beer fan. Uh, I like to test out some new beers, so I'll definitely uh, have one here or there while we're doing this. Yeah, um, I don't know if uh, I should be your go-to business mentor, but I appreciate that here. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, our profession is definitely one that's a uh, work hard, play hard, um, especially when you're, you're trying to progress yourself uh, in many realms, both uh, clinically and on the business side. It's a lot to undertake. Uh, I, on the other hand, don't drink beer too much. I dabble in the, um, the other stuff, the liquor. Uh, my go-to drink, at least when I was a little younger, was the vodka Red Bulls. But uh, as I've gotten older... I've uh, begun to, I guess, drink a little bit more adult drinks, uh, whether they're my dirty martinis or my scotches and bourbons. Um, so that would be my contribution to the manips and sips uh, component. So two things that we're both pretty passionate about is uh, manipulations uh, and going out. Um, and we've been known to rave from time to time. So, uh, you know, this is an extension of basically our egos and, uh, and what we do in day to day life. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. Uh, I think that's the best combination, in all honesty, is the, uh, hey, you know, I mean, people look at me and they always like it's two sides of a coin is like, oh, wow, he's, you know, he's professional, he knows his stuff, he educates me all the time. And then other times we like we like to have a good time and you, uh, you wouldn't think it, but yeah, we like to go out, have a, have a blast and that's what life's about, you know, doing all this work and owning our own business and wouldn't be fun if it was just all about it so i'm glad that we can uh, add this to the to the show for sure yeah just so a question uh, i want to ask you what um what made you name your company uh trifecta therapeutics what was the meaning behind that if any oh so um trifecta therapeutics yes a lengthy name uh for sure um so why i named it trifecta was um i like uh for whatever reason, I always liked the number three. Uh, I played uh, my sports. Uh, I played soccer primarily, uh, as you call us, foot fairies there, Brandon. Uh, not yeah. a big fan of it, <laughs> um, even though it's World Cup season. So you should uh, should respect the foot fairies. Um, but your, uh, your country didn't do uh, fare too well over in the uh, World Cup there. Just uh, throwing it out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty, pretty poor, poor showing. Uh, it was the first World Cup in a while. For all our listeners, I'm uh, I'm half Egyptian, so due to the to the fact that uh, USA did not make it, I was ruined for them, and uh, they had a pretty pretty poor showing. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully that's you know sets up things for uh, for future World Cups. And uh, uh, but anywho, <laughs> um, about back to guess trifecta, uh, where. Um, so where I was left off, yeah, number three was my favorite thing, my favorite number. And uh, I also am the third brother. There's th three boy brothers, uh, last name, um, the third one. Uh, so that was number three. Uh, being that I'm Egyptian, I like the pyramid and the triangle. Our logo is a triangle or actually three triangles. So that was one thing. And then uh, 
I won the original business plan. I started thinking about owning my own business as soon as I got into PT school. It was always something I kind of wanted. I advanced it when I got into actual start PT school, and I talked to two other guys and wanted to, you know, start up a place, and I was going to have, you know, three different specialists. So I was already going down the route of I think I want to be a specialist and everything like that, and I was going to have one person be an orthopedic specialist, one was going to be sports, and then the third one was like a, uh, a neurospecialist, uh, something I definitely don't dabble with anymore. Um, but uh, so things didn't work together. Like after years, they didn't go down that route. So I figured, hey, why don't I just kind of do it? And uh, went down to orthopedics and then did sports, and then that, those are two, two kind of points of a triangle, and then I'm a real big uh, fan of manual therapy. So those are kind of the three components uh, of that made trifecta. And then the therapeutics part is that we are more than just therapy. We are, uh, I believe, physical therapy, uh, being that we are kind of a jack of all trades. We can do multiple things, but we have more to offer than purely rehab. Uh, we can work on prevention. We can improve people's nutrition. We can work on strength and conditioning. Uh, so that was a kind of a therapeutics. It wasn't purely just therapy, um, education and stuff. So that's how, uh, how I came up with my name there. Uh, do you have a special, uh, reason why you've picked pursue? Uh, you have a couple. Yeah. Talk about lengthy name. I have a pretty long one myself, but I've kind of, um, along with the long name, I, I've abbreviated it, um, which was kind of the original concept of pursue PT. I wanted that to be kind of what is seen and known as I grow. But the official name is Pursue Physical Therapy and Performance Training. So the, the P and the T for uh, both physical therapy and performance training encompassed that. Um, the reason why I chose Pursue was uh, basically, it, you know, your definition of Pursue is to seek something out or attain it or follow it. Um, and I uh, am very passionate about, um, you know, physical therapy as a profession and our autonomy or the need to have a greater autonomy and being recognized throughout uh, the community and the lay public, um, or even actually within uh, the medical professionals as well as, you know, a frontline provider. Um, so instead of seeking out a doctor or medication or imaging, um, I wanted kind of like a play on words of pursue physical therapy, basically for, for all musculoskeletal things, or like you said, uh, injury prevention or nutrition or athletic performance. Um, we can encompass uh, a lot of those things uh, where I feel over the past couple years uh, or few years, our um, profession has transitioned towards a very strong movement uh, based um, profession, which is great. That's definitely an aspect of what we do, but we can or I don't think we should lose sight that we have a, a unique ability and the time. Uh, compared to uh, physicians and DOs to perform proper screenings. Um, now, I find this tends to be uh, a strength that's lacked with uh, a lot of physical therapists, but we have the ability to screen, you know, anything from, from cancer to myelinopathies, um, you know, determining what type of correct imaging should be done. So we already know that imaging is overutilized in this country, but if we do have to send a patient out, can we possibly explain to the doctor using our knowledge and research that maybe a certain type of image should be done prior or over another um, 
type of imaging. Uh, so that was kind of the, the basis of uh, pursue uh, or pursue physical therapy. Uh, since I'm in New Jersey, we have a direct access. We have a pretty uh, friendly direct access one. So I've been able over the past two and a half years to really build a practice. Um, that relies very little on uh, physician referrals, and I'm probably about 95% um, just word of mouth and, and internal marketing. Um, you know, I've been able to build that off time, so I've been able to kind of stand on my own two legs. Um, you know, based off of my ability to properly screen, screen or evaluate patients and confidently tell them, um, you know, the correct course of action, uh, and then obviously. Uh, give them a correct treatment plan and uh, it's been working out so a little bit lengthy story but that was kind of my my vision uh, with that and then um, you know over the past year you and I have started up uh, Pursue PT Education which is basically education for physical therapists on uh, you know manual therapy Uh, and right now we're focusing on uh, spinal manipulations and uh, cervical and lumbar management Um, so that's kind of where we are right now yeah, and as a as a direct access junkie, as I can say, I'm addicted to anything in terms of physical therapy. We all have our favorite sort of things. Direct access has to be probably my favorite thing. I started off as my first clinical affiliation, my which was pretty rare. A lot of people were going to our larger, nothing against them, or more bigger franchise physical therapy places for their internships. I went to a private practice and got my first taste of that and been hooked since. So you saying all those things like, that's awesome. I didn't really know that about Pursue and I should have, should have asked you for the, what the, why you picked the name before, but that was like, you know, music to my ears hearing the, hearing how you developed that. And uh, it's awesome that, you know, being able to say, you know, I, I don't need a physician to send me all my business and, I can, you know, just show good quality work and do all the right things. And, you know, that'll start getting people talking. And, um, you know, that's how you, you know, you've been at for two and a half years, which is awesome. And um, you can see, I mean, how many Google reviews you got of positive, you know, all five stars, which is in like 30s or something at this point. Uh, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. I think I'm, uh, I think I might be on the even 30 right nice. now. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, been able to have a, or I've been fortunate to have a very good clientele base and build good rapport, as you were talking about earlier, our, our ability to connect with our patients. Um, and I think that's definitely gone a long way on uh, helping me build uh, my practice, not only, uh, you know, clinically, but just um, in, in general, building, building something that's going to last. Definitely. Uh, so speaking of what you were saying before as well, uh, being, being part of Pursue uh, PT Education, which I'm very uh, grateful that you brought me aboard. I, I unbiasedly think it's the best PT uh, continuing education company there is. Uh, but from what I hear, you know, everyone has a good time and they learn a lot. We're able to give that more individual attention, similar to how we treat or we also teach. Uh, if we can, if I can put a little sales pitch out there for everyone, but also. Uh, Brandon, you know, I don't think we've talked too much about your other teaching uh, venues or kind of what I don't think we've talked too much about that. So I know you teach at Rutgers and stuff. Yeah, so I guess I'll dive a little bit more into uh, my background. Um, that I, I, guess, I guess I skimmed over in the beginning. <laughs> so I did um, 
as you mentioned, we did the uh, Temple Orthopedic uh, residency together. I was in the uh, cohort uh, ahead of you, mm-hmm. or half a cohort, the way they used to run it. It used to be a rolling admission at the time. Um, so it was half a semester ahead of you, or half a year ahead of you. Um, but yeah, that um, I would say is probably one of the best residencies that will prepare you clinically and challenge you. Um, you know, I know there are you know, mixed feelings out there about residencies and what they do, but that that one is top notch. It comes from the same cloth um, that the Regis Fellowship um, program uh, in uh, orthopedic manual therapy is, uh, which I'm actually currently in um, Regis Fellowship uh, fellowship uh, now. Actually, I just started the cervical thoracic uh, portion um, yesterday. I have a post due soon. Um, so yeah, that was back in 2014. I started took my OCS in 2015 upon completion from the program. So it took me about a year for that. Uh, right after that, went on to my, uh, SCS, uh, and just took that, um, that portion, uh, for me, it was really about, um, you know, just being about the profession, um, you know, diving all in into what I love and, and what I'm passionate about. Um, and on, you know, uh, the, you know, I guess running my own practice and dealing, or, or I shouldn't say dealing, but treating uh, an athletic population um, and, you know, being largely direct access, having a, a greater breadth and depth of being able to treat athletic injuries and knowing mechanisms of injuries and being able to go on field and, and provide my time and volunteering in the, the community. Um, you know, that's been a huge help for me to be able to, to have that knowledge and then offer to your community to uh, not only better help them, but to, to build my practice as well. So that's been, uh, that's been huge. Uh, and then I uh, also am an adjunct professor at uh, Rutgers University uh, from where I graduated from. Uh, so I uh, TA in the musculoskeletal uh, courses. And then I also have my own elective course. Um, which is a advanced orthopedic concept. So they were kind of uh, go over a few different topics. It's a little bit of a melting pot, um, but that's always fun to, to teach in the spring semester as well. Um, so that's pretty much where I'm at now. I've done some guest lecturing as well um, at Temple University. Um, you know, our uh, former mentors and teachers, Bill and, uh, Bill and Scott, have uh, asked me a couple times to go out there and, and give some, um, drop some knowledge bombs on uh, their cohorts. So... Uh, I've been able to do that, and I'm very passionate about uh, mentoring and just kind of paying it forward um, and trying to show guidance or the right way to do it, um, you know, to the future of the profession. So I take uh, students pretty much year-round at the entry level. Um, I've had a couple of resident uh, mentees as well, and uh, hopefully in a year or two when I'm done with my fellowship, I'll be taking some, uh, some future fellows. Yeah, hopefully me being one of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be uh, going down that rabbit hole as well. Yeah, uh, first lesson is uh, what type of shots to have, right? Something of that nature. I heard that's one of the first things you learn. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's great, and um, everything that you're doing for the for the profession, and uh, uh, we need more people like you out there. And, uh, helping help move the profession. I think you're doing it the right way. A lot of the things that you've accomplished, if I can hype you up a little bit, you know, a lot of people can't say they did that over the length of their career and you're, you're doing it fully. You said only practicing for five years now. So um, it's amazing. And uh, yeah, hopefully you can 
spread the what you know and everything to hopefully a wider audience uh, via via this podcast, and maybe we'll log uh, a little while we do it in, uh, in future ones. So that's exciting yeah. things. You've been um, doing a better job with the vlogging than I have, but uh, I find your your mentorship piece you do on Monday is pretty interesting. So what's that exactly? You're doing what your top five mentors up to this point, or, or is that correct? Uh, it's going to be a little bit more than top five. I guess I've done one, two, three at this point. So yeah, I started this. Uh, I have my own vlog. I'm working on uh, just getting more outreach. And my big thing is that you know I didn't get to this point um, without just me learning, watching things. I've always done it. I've always read articles. I read extra articles in PT school. I've watched cool videos, especially of manipulations, because those are the fun ones to watch. Uh, but I've always kind of done these things. But it was, wasn't the people who made the most impact to me were my mentors and then obviously the higher level education. So it was me just paying for, we call it Monday Mentors. Feel free to follow the hashtag. And uh, it'll be more than, I'm counting the, probably a little bit more than the five. So I just completed number three, which was all pretty much all the mentors I had before I actually was in PT school. Uh, so it was the first guy, uh, Mark Rubenstein was my, uh, the first PT I ever shadowed. Um, I didn't know what the profession was about. I got lucky off of a Google search of looking up sports and medicine. I knew I wanted to do something related to that. Uh, found physical therapy it suggested, Hey, you know, you should go volunteer like all everyone else has. And, I went volunteered, met up with Mark, and he had a private practice and similar kind of approach, was very attentive to all his patients. He did manual therapy. So that kind of got everything going for me. And I just was like, you know, if I can make that big of an impact in uh, people's lives, you know, this is the profession for me. And then uh, the next two, uh, one was James Abadaran, was a PT I worked with as an aide, and then just did George Ibrahim, someone I volunteered for. So me just paying forward. Uh, so the next ones will be uh, instructors of mine and other mentors. So I'm kind of at least got at least five more to go um, uh, before I'm done with that. So uh, yeah, just yeah, paying tribute to a lot of people who've helped me out. So uh, and- yeah, I think that's, I think that's awesome that you're you're doing that and it's a different spin on uh you know what's kind of out there and that can be uh you can find that on a different uh instagram handle right the decent doctor is your alter ego online so. yeah <laughs> yeah the decent doctor is my I guess my personal you know more about me uh than my business which is trifecta therapeutics uh that's more about the business and how it's going with patients and stuff but the decent doctor is more about me it's a little bit more on the my personal side it kind of goes in flow with this podcast and what we stand for is it you know it's definitely uh the business side of things of how i'm a business owner or the me being a manual therapy uh manual therapist or me loving those things showing some cool videos on certain techniques i'm doing but also like you know the more fun side of things. And that's what really why I got into my own practice was I wanted it to be fun. There were certain times where I was like, uh, which boss is looking after me and 
uh, we got to listen to light rock all the time. And, you know, I can't <laughs> kick a soccer ball out of a wall because, you know, someone's doing it. So I was like, you know, let's have fun. Let's everyone be comfortable. So that gets into a little bit more of the quirkier side of me. So, yeah, that's a decent doctor. That's that's the fun side. There you go. That's decent, right? <laughs> yeah, that's decent. That's it. Um, and then uh, you got a you got a couple handles there yourself, right? Yeah. So uh, my uh, my main one is through my business, which is at Pursuit PT now. Um, you can pretty much find all things physical therapy on there. Um, that I need to uh, do a little bit more on, but uh, juggling a lot of things right now. And to be honest, social media is not my uh, my uh, I guess forte. Um, and then my other handle, which is um, at B uh, underscore, uh, or I'm sorry, at Dr. underscore B Cruz, uh, shows you how much I go on it. <laughs> um, that's uh, more of a personal one. And that one I'm starting to, to do a little bit more of, um, I guess, uh, a little bit business side and personal side stuff. Um, I, I've put up recently some things on opioids, um, as well as uh, burning out a little burnout section as a lot of professionals, whether PT or not, um, you know, what are some signs that they're burning out and what are some things that they can do other than go on a vacation or switch mm. jobs, because that's usually just a band aid. So, uh, just trying to cover up some, some, uh, or uncover some things like that. I put, uh, some books, um, some self-development books I've been reading. Um, so I think it's very important to get mentorship, no matter what field you're in, what profession you're in. Um, you know, not only get mentorship or guidance or educate yourself on things within what you do, but outside it. So right now, my big thing is um, I spent enough time um, or a lot of time on developing my craft as a physical therapist and strength coach. Um, and now I'm really trying to uh, develop more of uh, a business side and, and marketing side and growth side, um, you know, and just how to become a better leader. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. That's great. Uh, definitely any of your viewers out there, uh, especially your last post uh, about the burnout, uh, that hit home with me. Uh, so I think that's on your personal page of Dr. B or underscore B Cruz. Yeah. Uh, hit home with me at one point, as I was talking before, where I was working, uh, where I was at that place. I apply, I, I look for a new job within two weeks. Uh, I felt, I meant physical therapy was my passion, but you know, within I, it took me about four or five months, no, five months till I found my second job. I felt burnt out. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this physical therapy anymore. I just went through PT school. This is not where I want to be. Um, so that like hit home, like uh, listen to it. And then you put the rest of it up on, you did like a segment or snippet of it on your Instagram and then you put the rest of it on YouTube, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that was before, uh, IGTV where you can only post up to 60 seconds. Um, so the rest had to go on YouTube, but I guess moving forward, I'm, I can now put a uh, longer clips on, uh, on IG. So yeah. it should be, uh, should be good to go. Yeah, that's, that's true. Things are always evolving, uh, just like us as professions, so, because social media and you have to, you have to get more accustomed to it there, Brandon. I know I, I'm not a huge fan of it. You know, even vlogging gets a little awkward for me at times, but you know, I always think, uh, what's this for? And, Hopefully, hopefully someone's watching at home, either probably laughing at me or maybe gaining some good nuggets of knowledge. So, so far, it's been pretty receptive. A uh, couple, couple of quirks about me when I vlog, I apparently walk around too much. 
and I don't lift the camera high enough, but give a give, well, give a couple of good laughs there. Listen, you're you're doing what you do. Uh, you know, it's um, what I find. I like what you do. You're just doing it on the spot. You're not, you know, making a perfect angle. You're just in the middle of the day, in the middle of what you're doing, and doing it. And I, I don't find that any problem with that. So, um, I think more of us need to be more candid. Yeah, including, including myself. And you get some. I can see you really being good at that. And uh, I guess what they say in the uh, Hollywood, it's raw, and that's why I guess what I'm trying to give out to people, uncut, uh, the life of life of the decent doctor. Um, so, and, uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess with that, we'll we'll probably wrap up yep. uh, our first episode here, um, and then uh, we'll probably be doing this about weekly, um, different topics, and like you said earlier, we'll probably get some of. Uh, some guests on the show. I would love to get our uh, former professors on here, uh, mentors and, and, you know, get their take on some things, uh, different points of view and stuff like that. But uh, definitely looking forward to doing it with, uh, this with you, Jer. So I uh, guess with that, we'll uh, sign off. Yeah. Uh, one last thing to the viewers. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any comments or questions or anything like that, we do have a Facebook and Instagram, which we'll be posting our podcast to. Um, and nips and sips. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to message the, those uh, Instagrams or Facebooks. And also, the, you know, as we were talking before, Decent Doctor, Trifecta Therapeutics, Pursue PT, Dr. B. Cruz. Uh, pretty sure we run it all. So always feel free to mention right out to us. Uh, if you need some mentorship from afar, we'd always love to help. And uh, yeah, well, really looking forward to this. I was Real excited that we can get this going and we can do this together, Brandon, and uh, hopefully it leads to some great stuff. Yeah, man. Can't wait. All right. So signing off, everyone. See you next week.